Good morning, listeners. I'm Agnes Drew, and you're listening to 870 AM WEHG, and this is Mercury, a broadcast of hope. We've been back on the air for 235 days. I'm with Dr. Rosalind Clark this morning, and today we're bringing you science. I'm not sure what we're going to do qualifies as science, Agnes. Why not? We have a question, a hypothesis, and we're going to do an experiment to prove it. I guess in the most basic definitions of those words, that's true. But we're not going to follow a strict scientific method, so I don't want to give the listeners a false impression. Fine. So if it's not a real experiment, what would you call our little project, Dr. Clark? Uh, trying something out. That sounds much less cool. Listeners, if you remember, back in March, we performed an experiment in which we tried to get some data on if smells attracted zombies, and if so, which ones. The experiment had mixed results. And yesterday, while we were out on a supply run, I had a great idea. That's subjective. Okay, I had an idea that I think might be great, and Dr. Clark thinks otherwise. We were walking past this really fancy boutique in the downtown area. It's not a place we've ever heavily explored. It's pretty clear at first glance that unless fine jewelry can be used against the zombies, there's not much in there worth taking. But yesterday, I remembered that in the very back of the store, there are boxes and boxes of really, really expensive perfume. And I thought, Eureka! Listeners, Agnes wants to discover that... Since some organic smells can attract the zombies, if more synthetic scents could be used to possibly deter them. Science! Trying something out. A hypothesis. Blindly guessing in the dark. Eureka! You're sounding like Max. You only get to say that if I turn out to be wrong. Fair. So for a few days, we are going to try to use our perfume as a deterrent for the zombies. We'll try different amounts of the perfume and we'll report our findings. If you'll allow me, I'd like to spend a couple of minutes discussing exactly why this isn't a true scientific experiment. Fine. Mainly, we're not performing this test with any kind of controlled conditions. We're not going to be deliberately exposing ourselves to zombies. So if we wear the perfume and don't encounter any, that that data doesn't necessarily tell us anything. It could be, and most likely will be, pure chance. For a controlled version, we would be exposing ourselves covered in perfume to zombies under safe conditions, the same distance and level of visibility to them as we would expose ourselves with no perfume on at all. We would be able to study and record their reactions with some quantifiers, and we'd be able to repeat the same test with exactly the same conditions at least a few times to account for any coincidences and get a sense of an average result. But there's no way to expose ourselves to zombies like that. Exactly. I'm not saying that we should walk right up to a zombie and give it a shot. I'm just pointing out why this isn't scientific. Any other reasons? There's the fact that we don't have any sense of what the ingredients are in the perfume, so if this does work, we wouldn't have any way of knowing exactly why. So in an experiment, we would have made the perfumes ourselves. Or we would actually test each ingredient individually. That's a little overwhelming to think about. What else? Well, I brought up that under proper conditions, we would expose ourselves to the zombies both with perfume and without. That's called a control, right? I'm glad you remember that from our past broadcast, Agnes. But we don't want to do that because on the chance that it might work, we'd want to be protecting everyone in our party equally. Right. 
You don't want two people to be wearing perfume and one person not wearing it in case you encounter a zombie that is deterred by the perfume because it could make the control person more of a target. And this is real life, so we wouldn't have any protective measures to test that data safely. So basically, you agree with me on all of this, but you still won't let me call it science. Basically, yes. Listeners, I'll let you know if my experiment yields any results. Well, there are precedents for using smell as a defensive tactic in the animal kingdom. Millipedes, stink bugs, the king rat snake, and of course the skunk, all use bad-smelling odors to protect themselves from predators. So you're on my side? This is a brilliant idea? Eureka? I think that you have a good idea wrapped inside of an ineffective way of testing it. At last. That's all I wanted to hear. Are we ready to wrap this up now? Well, should we smell the perfume on air to give our listeners a sense of what exactly we're subjecting ourselves to? All right, hand it to me, and... uh, Agnes, no! I was going to just open the bottle and sniff. Now it's... (coughs) It's all in the booth. What's the harm? We're going to cover ourselves in this. Might as well start now. Oh, there's no... (coughs) There's no airflow in here. I kind of like it. It smells like roses and jasmine and... (coughs) A hint of old lady? Hurry up and sign off so we can ventilate this room. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm scientist Agnes Drew, here with Dr. Rosalind Clark, signing off. Take care of each other.